Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We are in uncharted waters, my friends. Our president, Donald Trump, has declared that the United States Embassy in Israel will be moved to Jerusalem. How can this be? And what will it cost the nation of Israel? Is this a good thing? Pastor J.D. will answer these questions and more as he shares today. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 6th, 2018. Probably goes without saying, but this last week was a very busy week in terms of Bible prophecy, and it seems that it's going to get even busier in the days and weeks ahead, especially upcoming this week. I want to talk about the significant developments from just the last few days, and in the interest of time, I'll zero in on three of what I see as being the biggest and most significant of those developments. I'm sure you heard about this. I'm going to begin with this breaking Israel news report concerning Israel's stunning, and I mean (laughs) stunning, discovery and covert mission to capture some 55,000 documents proving that Iran is brazenly lying when it says it never had nuclear weapons or a nuclear weapon program. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu delivered a breathtaking and jaw-dropping speech. For those of you who watch it, I, I just was it was gripping. I mean, he takes these coverings and take, takes them off of all of these files and documents and disks, everything containing and showing this cache full of incriminating documents, charts, presentations, blueprints, photos, videos, and more. I was reading up on this whole um effort and it, it it was astonishing. They actually snuck into Iran, Israel did, <laughs> and got a hold of all of these documents and take them back. Did you hear about this? You're looking at me like, when did this happen? Oh my goodness. <laughs> they, Monday night in Israel, he 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 delivers this speech and he's showing all of these documents, all of these videos, all of these photos of all of this nuclear weapons program that Iran had and it's believed still has. And of course, 
everybody went crazy over this. And you got to love Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I went to my, my Twitter feed and I, I couldn't take it anymore, some of the, uh, you know, stuff that was going back and forth. But the article goes on to say in his speech, Netanyahu noted that Israel shared the information on Iran with the United States and, very important, he believes, Netanyahu believes, that U.S. President Trump will do the right thing, quote-unquote, on the May 12 deadline regarding whether or not he will pull out of the nuclear accord. What timing for Israel to do this and then reveal this. On Friday, Fox News published an op-ed piece about how the Iran nuclear deal is already dead. And it's dead because Iran killed it. The writer suggests that there is no need for President Trump to even announce that the United States is pulling out of the deal. This because Iran killed the agreement through its own willful actions and blatant lies, even before the deal was officially implemented on January 16th of 2016. He goes on to say that Monday's revelation by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu should be a game changer. That's quite the understatement. Game changer or not, fix or nix the deal or not, according to this Ynet News report, Russia is making it very clear in no uncertain terms that it would deem any changes to the Iran nuclear deal unacceptable. Now, yesterday, the Times of Israel had an interesting article about how the rest of the world will be thrust into uncharted territory if Trump follows through on his threat to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal on May 12th, which, by the way, is Saturday, this Saturday. So all eyes are on this nuclear deal, which it's believed Trump will uh, pull out of and... (laughs) It's going to be very interesting to see what happens when and if he does. This brings us to and ties in with the second development, which is that of Trump's long-anticipated peace plan concerning Jerusalem. On Friday, Arut Sheva published an article about a new report that says Trump's peace plan will include Israel gifting four Jerusalem neighborhoods to the Palestinians. These neighborhoods would then, it's believed, form the capital of a future Palestinian state. Under the plan, Jerusalem's old city would be recognized as international territory. Um, Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. The Jerusalem Post also reported on this, adding that the transfer of control over the neighborhoods was presented as just one piece of the larger peace plan 
the administration has been working on over the last year. Israel would be expected to accept the plan once it is presented despite the potentially painful concessions. News of the demand come less than two weeks before the U.S. Embassy officially moves to Jerusalem on May 14th. That's Monday, a week from tomorrow. The full plan is expected to be unveiled shortly after the embassy moves. Now, this was on Friday, just this morning. The Jerusalem Post had an editorial that echoed something that I've suspected all along as it relates to what Trump's embassy move will cost Israel. What do you mean? Well, I've voiced my concerns about how the ultimate dealmaker, President Donald Trump, uh, and the quintessential builder, President Donald Trump, will do anything and stop at nothing to achieve what he dubs the ultimate deal. The ultimate deal. What's the ultimate deal? A peace agreement between the Jews and the Palestinians so that they're living side by side together in peace and security. That's the ultimate deal. And that's Zechariah 12. What's Zechariah 12? Zechariah 12 is a prophecy concerning Jerusalem and how that God will make Jerusalem the city that he put his name of ownership on, the intoxicating obsession of the entire world. The entire world at the time of the end will be intoxicated with, obsessed with, dividing Jerusalem to create this two-state solution, which I believe is Hitler's final solution repackaged. And the reason I believe that is because this so-called two-state solution is not for the Muslims and so-called Palestinians to have a state with Israel. It is for the destruction of Israel. And this is Islam. This is Muhammad and this is Saladin after him. Make peace with your enemy, then destroy them. This is textbook. This is what Arafat would say in Arabic when he would get back to Ramallah after being in the United States. He would say in Arabic, peace for us means the destruction of Israel. And they would all cheer. Just like they cheer in Iran today. Death to America. Death to Israel. And that's Ezekiel 38. Last week we revisited our prophecy puzzle and tried to put all the pieces in place. And you have Isaiah 17 concerning Damascus, Syria. You have Ezekiel 38 concerning uh, Russia and Iran and this alliance of nations. And you have Zechariah 12 concerning Jerusalem and the dividing of Jerusalem, and believe you me, I have come under vicious attack. How dare I say anything about the president and dividing Jerusalem? Well, listen, (laughs) 
The title of this Jerusalem Post editorial, I think, is apropos and says it all. No such thing as a free lunch. Think about this. President Trump declares Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we applaud that decision. And then abruptly, seemingly suddenly, he announces that we're going to expedite the move of our U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And oh, by the way, we're going to do it on May 14th, the 70th anniversary of the rebirth of the nation of Israel. You don't think that Israel is beholding to President Trump? Remember now, This is, this is the deal. Can I say it that way? Here's the deal, Israel. Look what we're doing for you. Now here's what you need to do in return. Oh. What do we need to do in return? Oh. There are um, four neighborhoods in Jerusalem that you need to give in return. Oh. That's interesting. Listen to what the writer had to say. What is President Donald Trump planning for Israel? According to a report in the Jerusalem Post and Ma'ariv on Friday, the president's peace plan will ask Israel to withdraw from four Arab neighborhoods in East Jerusalem likely so they can become the capital of a future Palestinian state. While some U.S. officials have denied the report, it would seem to fit into fears that some on the right have raised in recent months. According to these Israelis, the pending move of the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem on May 14 is part of a larger plan by the administration to get Israel, listen, to reciprocate with concessions of its own. As the saying goes, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Listen, I hope that when U.S. officials deny the report, that that means they're not going to do this. I guess we'll see. Soon and very soon. But if they do this, I don't, I don't need to tell you. Maybe I do. But it will move forward and inch very close the fulfillment of Zechariah 12 concerning what God will do. I know I've shared this in the past in updates, but perhaps it would be appropriate for me to share it again. And I want, to, I want to do so by asking this question. Have you ever seen in your lifetime the United States of America as divided as it is today? I'm talking about in our lifetime. Have you ever seen America as divided today as it is now? Okay. What did God declare in Zechariah 12? Did he not say, if you try to divide Jerusalem, I will divide you? You see where I'm going with that? Could it be that because the United States of America has been the most pronounced 
in seeking to divide Jerusalem, that we are the recipients of that which God had declared, that he will divide us if we try to divide Jerusalem. I pray that Trump does not do this. Well, this brings us to the third development from last week, which was the breaking news from Politico that French President Emmanuel Macron, who was just here, will bring together a ten-nation, ten-nation coalition of the willing, quote-unquote, next month, designed to prepare European armed forces to take action together in emergencies. Uh, Let me parenthetically say that the whole world is on standby right now. If Trump pulls out, they've already threatened, all H-E double toothpicks is going to break out. Can I say it like that? I just did. H-E double hockey sticks, whichever you prefer, is going to break out if he pulls out. So they've got all these contingency plans in place. Let me say it this way. Things are about to get real. (laughs) Really, really real. I know that's not proper English, so don't email me, okay? Things are about to get real. As you might imagine, learning of this caught everyone's attention by virtue of the prophecies in the books of Daniel and Revelation, both of which foretell of a ten-nation coalition coming out of a revived Roman Empire. The symbolism in, in Revelation is ten horns, and the symbolism in Daniel are ten toes. So this is a ten-nation coalition that will come together at the time of the end. In all fairness to those who have been keeping an eye on this Emmanuel Macron, by the way, his name Emmanuel means God with us, just saying. In all fairness to those who have been watching this guy, he has postured himself as the Roman god Jupiter. Back in July of 2017, He declared that he will govern France like Jupiter, the Roman king of the gods, shortly after officials told the media his thought process was too complex for journalists to understand. Did you see this man and the president last week when he was here? It it was uncomfortable, I have to admit. It was really awkward. I, I mean, <laughs> well, it doesn't help when in June of last year, The Economist had a front cover with Macron walking on water with the caption, Europe's Savior? Now, <laughs> let me hasten to say that I am in no way suggesting that this man is the Antichrist. I'm only presenting that which God's Word tells us will happen once the church is removed in the rapture. The Antichrist will be revealed. There will be this forming of a ten-nation coalition. Revelation 13 describes the Antichrist controlling the entire world, this new world order, if you will, 
controlling a one-world religion, a one-world economy, and a one-world government. But that can't happen until the church is removed. And the rapture of the church has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. We're going to actually, Lord willing, talk about that uh, upcoming in a, a future update. I think we would all do well to keep our eye on these and the many other developments of prophetic significance because everything points to that which we were told in Scripture would happen before it happens at the time of the end. We're seeing it all now begin to come to pass. And for believers, this is very exciting in light of what Jesus said in Luke 21, 28 about our redemption drawing near when these things, keyword, begin to come to pass. In other words, when you see things beginning to come to pass that will ultimately find their fulfillment in the seven-year tribulation and they're happening now, how close are we? I would submit that we are closer than many might even begin to imagine. However, for those who are not believers in Jesus Christ, this should rightfully be very alarming. And it should be alarming by virtue of how the time is at hand. If you'll please just hear me out, I want to share the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ For those of you who may be here in this church today or watching online who have never called upon the name of the Lord, I am imploring you, in light of what we see taking place in the world today, in light of seeing and witnessing before our very eyes these prophecies, very specific prophecies, beginning to come to pass exactly precisely as we're told they would in Scripture, I would implore you to call upon the name of the Lord today and to not put it off any longer. You know, I was um, thinking about this this last week. And, you know, sometimes the question is asked, well, what if you're wrong? What if the rapture isn't as soon as you think. And, and what if this isn't Daniel and Revelation, this ten-nation coalition? And what if this, you know, embassy move and declaration and neighborhoods in Jerusalem, what if that's not Zechariah 12? And, and what if this whole nuclear deal with Iran and Russia threatening, and what if that's not Ezekiel 38? At least not right now. What, what if it's not? And here's the answer to that question. What if it is? No. What if it is? Listen, (laughs) I would rather be ready and have it not be than not be ready and have it be. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. 
This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.